0: Hey, what's going on everybody? My name is Seth Askelson, and I want to thank you for joining me here on Locked on Coyotes. Uh, once again, we, uh, well, we being I, missed an episode yesterday, another busy day for myself. Uh, didn't even get home till about uh, 11.30 p.m. from work. So, um, again, another Sunday special that we will have out for you to make up for that missed episode. Uh, we'll talk about the Coyotes' victory over the Minnesota Wild, among other things, on Sunday. But today is Friday, and we're going to talk about the Coyotes' loss to the Columbus Blue Jackets, and it's one that has a lot of people upset, including the head coach Rick Tocchet. I think that uh, the Coyotes, and we talked about this team. I had said, don't let this, don't let it spiral out of control if you lose a game. Right? You lose one, okay, that's going to happen. Don't make it two. Don't make it three, and all of a sudden, you know, you're going to be in a situation where you're climbing out to, you're going to start climbing out of a deep hole, and uh, the Coyotes just have to avoid going on a losing streak. Now they have lost two in a row, but uh, they did lose to Calgary in a, in overtime, so they got a point. So this is the first game, first loss without a point that they've had in a, in a while. But still, the way that Calgary game ended, you feel like they should got two. Um, but we'll talk about uh, the specifics of of what comes next for the coyotes uh but uh, looking at the game uh, the blue jackets 14 seconds in and the coyotes recently have been having problems with this it seems to be early in periods they're not ready to go 14 seconds into the hockey game gustav nyquist scores his third um, and then not too long after that nearly exactly 11 minutes 10 minutes and 50 or uh, yeah 10 minutes and 50 seconds later Carl Soderberg gets himself his fifth. Ilya Obushkin getting himself a point. Um, and then the Coyotes, they looked like they were rolling just past the halfway point of the second period. Jacob Chikrin scores his third. But uh, Emil Bemstrom scores his uh, first on the power play, uh, first of the season on the power play. And it was a, kind of a weird, I wouldn't say a weird play, but the puck got in below the goal line. and He kind of chased his own rebound and he banked it off of Darcy Kemper's skate as uh, Bemstrom was below the goal line, and it went in. So a, a bad bounce, and then another bad bounce on Oliver Bjorkstrand's goal. Capo Bianco tried to swipe it away. It was a bouncing puck, it like a tennis ball out there, and he tried to swipe it away, and instead he missed. It bounced over his stick right to Bjorkstrand, who slammed it home. So uh, that, goal, that goal comes at 10-12 of the third period, and that was it. So Columbus ends their five-game losing streak in Arizona, and uh, the Coyotes, they, they fall again. Um, and, and this one hurts for a couple of reasons. I think it's the way the game ended uh, on Tuesday, right? Everybody knows we've talked about it at length, right? The way, get, the way that game ends Tuesday and then you add on to that. Columbus comes in. They've lost five in a row. They're not playing their best hockey. They're not confident, and uh, just tough goals. Just goals that you know. Third one's bad luck. The second one's a little bad luck, but uh, Kemper didn't get to his post quick enough, and it bounced off his skated. And in. I mean, that's not something you see every day. Not the most traditional goal, but uh, and then off the face off uh, in that first period in their defensive zone. That puck gets underneath, uh, gets underneath Kemper and it goes in. So it's one of those where it, it hurts because you had that game, that was a manageable game, right? You look at at the way, you look at the Coyotes' schedule. They had it tough. They had to play a lot of good teams really early and they got through it. They weathered the storm and now that their schedule's starting to lighten up just a tad, they're not getting the job done. You don't – it almost feels like the Coyotes are, are going to be one of those teams that plays the level of their competition. When they play well, they are going – or when they play a really good team, that they're going um, to be in a great situation, and they're going to play hard, and they're going to look like a fantastic team. And then when they play a team like the Columbus Blue Jackets, who are struggling to find their game. Again, as I said, uh, John Tortorella, always really good at making sure his team is ready to go. So I, it's hard to say, you know, obviously a team losing five in a row isn't uh, on top of the world, but uh, Tortorella's a fantastic coach, always finds a way to get it done, but for the Coyotes, you don't, you, when you play to the level of your competition and it's a good team, yeah, that's awesome, but you don't want to play down to the level of your competition, and it seems like that's what they're doing. I know Montreal came in, it's kind of a tough spot for the Coyotes, but, uh they had Montreal had not been on the, on the greatest of rolls. Maybe not off to the best start that they were hoping for, and they came in and they beat the Coyotes again. I think a couple of other factors playing into that. But then they they come out the next night and play the Avalanche, who yes, they're struggling, but we're off to a really good start. And and they blew the doors off of them. And then they go on the road, play the Pacific Division leading Oilers, win, take only one point when they should have had two against Calgary, who's uh, was the West's best team last year? Slow start, but they still got the offensive talent. You can kind of live with that one, but then you come home. You come home to play Columbus, a team who's lost five in a row, and just kind of fall flat on your face. And that's you don't you don't want to become that team because that team gets into the playoffs. But it, it's about getting consistency, right? If you want to prove that. You are a team that is to be reckoned with, and and really one that should be taken seriously. You can't go out and lose games like this. Now, again, if they were in Columbus and it was kind of a long road trip, sure, under a little more understandable. But this one here, um, a tough one to swallow for the Coyotes. And Rick talking not impressed again. He, and the quote was, "We're just pissing away points." and uh, you definitely could tell that was not the um, that was not the way he envisioned his team playing and and again the Coyotes and we'll talk about uh, the Wild in just a moment but they get their chance at Minnesota on Saturday another team that might be at the bottom of the standings at the end of the year I think LA's finally locked to that uh, spot in the west but Minnesota looking like they may be down there, and same with Chicago. So you thought they're playing two weaker teams, at least two teams down on the luck in these next two home games before they have to get back out on the road in in a difficult situation, and they drop one. I mean, you think – we've talked about you don't want to go back to a season and say, okay, this is where we lost points and this is where we could have had a couple. and you start adding them up. This feels like one of those times where if the Coyotes don't make the playoffs, or maybe they're uh, they barely squeeze in. You look, okay, well, they could have had a point, in ca- an extra point in Calgary, and they had a chance to jump on a down Blue Jackets team. That's three points right there. And I mean, you get those three points, the Coyotes are in first place in the Pacific Division. Instead, all of a sudden, and it's it's jammed. It is jammed near that top of the pacific division i know a lot of people like the central coming into the year dallas is starting to turn it around but uh, all of a sudden colorado starting to fall off with a cup without a couple of their good players and you can't you just cannot give away points like that so um, for the coyotes uh, a tough night for them and they get they get the opportunity to get back on the horse on saturday but uh, i think there's going to be a lot of a lot of work to be done and a lot of soul searching so We'll see what they do, and it's a day off, like we talked about, for the Coyotes. So if you're looking uh, for something to do tonight, trying to find something for dinner, but you don't want to go out, you want to sit at home maybe watch some of the out-of-market games, you can treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you with DoorDash. Right now, our listeners, which is you, can get $5 off their first order, $15 or more, when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code locked On. Once again, you the listener, $5 off. Your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code locked On. Now Minnesota is, again, another team that uh, just missed the playoffs last year. The Coyotes uh, basically eliminated them when they defeated them uh, about a week and a half before the end of the regular season. Uh, it seems like Bruce Boudreaux all of a sudden, might be on the hot seat. They are not looking as good as uh, I don't think a lot of people expected them to be amazing. I didn't think they were going to be a fantastic team. I thought they would definitely be a lot more competitive than this, though. So uh, tough go for Minnesota right now. But again, as we saw, they can they can take down a, a, a team that's bad on their luck and take down a team that looks like they're flying high as uh, last night the Wild dropped a 6-5 decision to the San Jose Sharks. So they're going to uh, be feeling a little more upset, I think, than the, the Blue Jackets were coming in. Uh, Coyotes uh, will host Minnesota as that comes on Saturday night. Minnesota is on a four-game road trip. Currently the game on Saturday will be a uh, game three of four as they will travel to los angeles on tuesday so they get a couple of days off after uh, their game in arizona uh, on this road trip again they lost to the sharks last night but uh, big comeback for them they won two in anaheim on tuesday so it's been a nice spaced out uh, road trip for them and oddly enough the at the end of their road trip their first game back which will be uh, six days from now next thursday is against the arizona Coyotes. so get, they get the coyotes uh, twice in a three game stretch. And uh, we can take a look at, at what Minnesota's doing right. It doesn't seem like they're any different than what they had last season. I mean, they still got uh, their big gun. They got Stahl. They got Zucker. They got Matt Zuccarello in the offseason. And look, like, I, I get it. Everybody's a year older. Um, if you keep the same team year to year, especially with an older team like this, it's not always going to be the exact same results. So maybe this is uh, more of just sitting sitting idle during the offseason than actually not or than actually making moves. Uh, so it looks like they might fall victim to uh, sitting an idle uh, sans the Zuccarello signing. And I, I thought Zuccarello would be a little bit—I mean, he's got seven points in 12 games. That's not bad at all. But I definitely thought that Zuccarello would come in and definitely help that offense. He's helped, but I don't think to the degree that anybody had expected— um, and again, it's just a team that really is the same as it has been the last three seasons. And they just don't, they just can't find a way to make the pieces work. And, um, you know, guys like Zach Parise, he only has five points in 16 games. That contract is huge. Ryan Suter does have seven and 16. He's still one of, uh, I would say, the top uh, 10, uh, Top 20 defensemen in the league. I think Ryan Suter's still solid, but uh, they got Victor Rass from Carolina. He only has two points, and he's only played seven games. Uh, Ryan Donato, and at first, I thought Minnesota had had won that long term. I thought Donato, in the regular season at the end, played better than Charlie Coyle did in Boston, but Coyle was unreal during uh, their playoff run, uh, there being the Bruins' playoff run last year. And Donato is just not not off to a good start. Uh, Ryan Hartman, maybe a change of scenery to get him going. He only has three points. Jordan Greenway only has five assists. I mean, it's one of those things where, again, the team's getting older, and then the younger guys they brought in just aren't producing. So uh, it's tough. It is tough sledding right now for Minnesota. But I think this is a a perfect game for the Coyotes because it gives them a chance to – kind of reset and understand that, okay, look, we can't feel sorry for ourselves. We can't go out there, you know, the Coyotes can't go out there and just think that they're going to walk over some of these teams that aren't having good luck. Uh, I think part of it is for Minnesota, I think sometimes it's just – the you see the way they play, and, and they've played a lot of close games too. It's not like it's Ottawa or L.A. where they're getting – uh, the doors blown off them i mean they went to overtime with st louis and lost last saturday um, they've had competitive games it, prior to that overtime loss they played in st louis and lost 2 to 1 uh, lost 4 to 3 or beat montreal 4 to 3 um, early in the season it was a uh, it was a lot of uh, big time losses i mean 5 to 2 on opening night 4 to 2 in colorado 5 to 2 to winnipeg uh, 4-2 to Toronto, 4 nothing to Montreal, 4 uh, nothing to Nashville. I mean it was I think early uh, they were really getting their, their heads kicked around a little bit but recently they've played a lot of close games. They've played the Stanley Cup champions to one goal games including an overtime game twice. Uh, came back against Anaheim who at the time which was only five days ago was a playoff team or uh, three days ago was a playoff team and they played a one goal game with the Sharks who seemed to have things figured out a little bit so the Coyotes I think this is a good game for them to come out focus on the right mindset really lock in and and see what um, see what they can do I think for the Coyotes right now they're playing three AHL level defensemen and that's not that's not going to cut it I think with Ilya Labushkin, I think he's the better out of all those three I think he's a he would be a good consistent bottom pairing guy, but to have to thrust him into second pair minutes and, and some extra special team situations, it's it's not good, right? I mean you'd you'd love to have Jarmelson back. But I think Osterle is he's seen as kind of a bottom pairing guy, a guy that can get out go out there, give you some good minutes. But you're really seeing how important Jordan Osterle is to this team. you know, he goes out, demurs who reported who was reported to have that lower body injury after the Edmonton game did play Tuesday didn't play last night Uh, but with Osterly I mean even just having one guy like Osterly out of the lineup can really affect things so um, I think you're starting to see a little bit the disparity in uh, the defense that the Coyotes have now again you're not going to sign another high-level defenseman and ask you, know, you could I guess you could have Osterle sit but even then Osterley is really good especially in the role he plays. so it's hard to go out and get another defenseman who could be top pair or top two pair and start asking guys who are NHL caliber to sit but I think maybe you go you take a peek at Minnesota, you take a peek at LA who were some of those Bottom six guys that could come at a cost of a a fourth-round pick, a fifth-round pick, that can play in the NHL and play. And if they have to jump up to the second pairing and and play some extra special team situations, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, So I think that's where the Coyotes are at right now. Interesting to see how defensively they are. No uh, report on whether Demers will play on Saturday. Um, Love to see Phil Kessel. I think he's getting the opportunities. He's just not getting them put away. And uh, I think it's affecting his game a little bit. Uh, Love to see him score again, get that mojo back. Um, Go out there and you just want to see that team compete, I think. I think if you're watching that game, uh, you want to see the Coyotes go out there and score the first goal and just kind of put the foot on the gas pedal, not let go. So we'll see what the Coyotes do on Saturday night. I think they're going to have a a similar lineup. But Arizona right now kind of in a, a tough spot. They've lost to the energy kind of around the, the team in terms of how people are feeling about them um, it's starting to turn a little negative and, and kind of have an odd feeling but um, all it takes is uh, one more time and, and or one more win and uh, things will turn around as they say winning cures everything and if the Coyotes can pick up a, a win on Saturday it might help uh, their fans and, and the organization as a whole forget what has happened uh, during the weekday Just like we always do here on Locked on Coyotes. We'll take a look at uh, the night's action from yesterday as uh, the Coyotes were were one of many games being played. It seems like the last couple of uh, weeks the games have been uh, pretty packed in in terms of how many teams are playing. It felt early on that it was pretty stretched out. But uh, last night, again, another big... uh, Big night of games. The Maple Leafs take down the Golden Knights in overtime 2-1. John Tavares in his first game back picks up the game winner. The Capitals uh, in overtime again 5-4 over the Panthers thanks to Tom Wilson 17 seconds in. Uh, Tom Wilson scored uh, 44 seconds into the third and 17 seconds into overtime. So he picked up the Capitals' last two goals. Ovechkin has two as well in that game. Um, The Penguins down three, nothing. Bring it all the way back, or uh, bring it yes, bring it all the way back on um, on the Islanders. And uh, actually, looking at the box score here, they were uh, down one, nothing, and uh, found their way to get back up two to one. And then uh, not too long after that, it was actually only 12 seconds later. Clutterbuck tied it up, and then Malkin scored, then Pellet scored. So it was pretty. Entertaining in the third period. And Casey Zizekas' first goal of the year, uh, or uh, first goal of the game, his second of the year, came at 19 seconds in. So 19 seconds in, then not a goal till the third period where um, the goals were flying, uh, five total, and then in overtime, Brian Rust, 325 into that extra flame uh, frame. And OT seemed to be the game of choice last night. Flyers in overtime again. Thanks to Sean Couturier, defeat the Canadians 3-2. Another overtime game, Senators and Kings. A 3-2 final in favor of Ottawa jean Gavroche Pajot. Scores his seventh. Former Coyote Anthony Duclair, as well as Artem score for the Senators. Dustin Brown, Tyler Toffoli, the goal scores for the Los Angeles Kings. And Tyler Toffoli scored with eight seconds to go. So, um, pretty uh, tight uh, there as... Ottawa tried to finish that off in, over, or in regulation, but had to get it done in overtime. That is a big game in terms of uh, lottery percentage and lottery ranking. Um, elsewhere, the Rangers take down the Hurricanes four to two. Rangers are starting to find their game a little bit, while the Hurricanes are starting to spiral in the wrong direction. So, outside of the early uh, early games yesterday, no overtime. Blackhawks beat the Canucks five to two. To Brinkett, uh, still looking good. As he scores. Andrew Shaw gets one. Patrick Kane, David Camp, and Brandon Sod also have goals. J.T. Miller, Jake Furtanen for the Canucks, nine to four for the Avalanche. I mean, we talked about the Avalanche maybe being in in some trouble. Uh, they certainly didn't show it last night. They win nine to four. Kale McCarr scores. Jonas um, Donskoy grabs a couple. Uh, everybody got in. Pretty much everybody at like got in on the action um, for the Predators, though. They, they did score four goals. Ryan Ellis um, gets one for them. Philip Forsberg, Matt Duchesne, Craig Smith. So um, Matt Calvert scores again, and uh, Matt Nieto, Andre Burakovsky. So the Avalanche, probably tired of hearing that uh, they're a, a three-man team and you know, can't get things to go right for them, and uh, they take it to the Predators. Uh, the Flames, they keep winning. They might be back as they take down the Devils 5-2. The Devils get goals from Jack Hughes and Nikita Gusev uh, from Calgary. Derek Ryan, uh, Sean Monahan, Michael Backlund, Noah Hannafin all score in the second period. And Johnny Goudreau at 10 one Scores in the third to put the exclamation point on that victory. As we talked about, Blue Jackets take down the Coyotes 3-2. And the Sharks, a, shootout, or a uh, run and gun type game, should I say? You can't say shootout here without actually meaning it. Uh, on a pretty high-paced game. Beat the Wild 6-5. to Logan Couture, Timo Myers, uh, Marcus Sorensen, Richard Simic all score in the first period. So four first-period goals. Minnesota, who comes to Arizona, uh, was able to grab a couple before the break, but Hurdle and Evander Kane match that in the third is where the Wild did most of their damage. Brad Hunt, his fifth, Ryan Donato, his first of the season, and Jason Zucker all scored. But it wasn't enough uh, to come back, take a look at today's action, today being Friday for you. Uh, Right now, the uh, Global Series is going on, nearing the end of the first period. As at time of recording, the Lightning lead the Sabres 2-0. Later today, all night games, Bruins and Red Wings. In Detroit, the Canucks and the Jets. And then the Devils on the second night of the back-to-back. Taylor Hall back to Edmonton one more time as the Devils still try to figure things out. Take a quick look at the standings. It was a pretty busy night last night, so things definitely moved around a little bit. Uh, Start in the west. Uh, St. Louis, they they were off. They still stay at 25 points. Colorado's win gets them to the exact same record as the National Predators, 9-5-2. They're both tied for 20 points in the central. Take a look at the Pacific, Edmonton, and Calgary now tied at 22 points. Calgary, it just shows how big coming back was for them on Tuesday night. The Canucks have 21 points. Vegas has 21 points. The Coyotes have 20. All five of those teams would be in the playoffs if the season were to end today. day. Anaheim at 19 points. Sniffing right on the Coyotes' heels. Winnipeg, Dallas each have 17. Chicago. Um, big win for them they have 13 san jose has 13 they've won two in a row minnesota and los angeles both tied at 11 points at the bottom of the west quick look at the east washington stays at the top of the metro um, with their overtime win they've won five in a row the islanders um, they've won 10 in a row uh, but they lose and they just they won the ten in a row and still couldn't gain too much ground on the Capitals. They have 23, and Pittsburgh, a massive win for them, as they jump into that third spot. 19 points, four behind the New York Islanders in the Atlantic. Nothing has changed too much outside of Toronto jumping Buffalo, who had the pretty much the week off before heading over the Global Series, and it is not off to a good start for them. Like we talked about, down two one near the end of the or two zero near the end of the first. Uh, Toronto now in second place at 21. Uh, maybe Toronto fans will start to calm down a little bit um, as their team finally got turned around. Florida seven three and five another overtime loss. Uh, you got to think if they if they find a way to even put half of those or three of those into wins, they could be challenging right Boston right now. Instead, um, seven five and three still good enough for a wild card spot. Three in a row for Carolina that they have dropped and it is not pretty for them right now they're at 19 points maybe some soul searching for them uh, deeper than what the Coyotes are trying to look for at the moment Montreal now 19 points as well eight five and three Philadelphia 18 points the Rangers at 15 they've won two in a row so the Rangers with all that talent they seem to be finally turning the tide a little bit Uh, Tampa Bay at 14 points they've lost one but uh they lost their last time out, but they can pick up a win today over Buffalo. it would be at 16, New Jersey at 12, Ottawa at 11, and Detroit at 9. Detroit has lost a five or four in a row. Um, they look to break that skid tonight. So appreciate you listening here to Locked on Coyotes. Once again, we'll have a special Sunday edition of Locked on Coyotes, so be on the lookout for that. Hope you have fun watching the game tomorrow. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it is at saskelson 96 Once again, that is at saskelson 96 Follow the show on Twitter, at L-O underscore Coyotes. That is at L-O underscore Coyotes. Appreciate you all listening. Hope you have a fun time uh, either going or watching the game tomorrow. And remember, we hope you always stay Locked on Coyotes.